Welcome back to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we deepen the relationship we have with ourselves and get radically clear on our life purpose. I am your host, Grayson Wadajaw, a certified life purpose coach currently based in Bali. And I am here to bring you clarity, peace, awareness, and inspiration for you to follow the things that light you up, live a more intentional life, and unconditionally love who you are. Let's go find some sweet clarity. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Sweet Clarity Podcast. I hope you are doing well wherever you are listening to this right now in the world. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's topic. I'm here to chat about all of my favorite ways that I sync with my cycle. Cycle syncing has truly changed my life and not only that, but my relationship with my body as well. I really love learning about cycle syncing and this whole method because I relate to it as a certain code and I know that I can follow this code or this formula that will lead me down a path of optimal health and wellness, which is truly what I'm going for here in this lifetime. It's this sense of optimization, this sense of clarity of knowing who I am and that I'm here being the best version of me. And so I feel such a deep sense of fulfillment knowing that the choices I'm making are intentional for what I'm consuming on any given day of my cycle. It really takes the guesswork out of choosing what to eat or what to do when you can come back into balance with your cycle and really understanding what phase, what season you're in and making those choices accordingly. So I've had a very fruitful and expansive journey getting to know my body through my cycle syncing. And my intention of this episode today is to really just share a drop of this gold that I have found within myself for you to take into your own life. So this episode is really just me distilling and expressing a lot of research that I've put into practice and experimented on myself in the past few months as I'm now almost coming on to a whole year without hormonal birth control. So it's been a really fun journey for me to get back into the swing of having a menstrual cycle again after five years of not having one. And for me, it's just like a whole new world to explore and to get to know myself in this new way. So the real wisdom and foundation of cycle syncing lies in you understanding what phase or season you're currently in. We have four phases and they're very cyclical in nature. They each kind of represent different seasons that you're in. If you want to think of it as winter, spring, summer, and fall, a lot of people relate to it in that way. There's so many things we can do according to these seasons that best optimize what we're experiencing. And something super simple and easy that I've started to incorporate is seed cycling. So seed cycling is when you rotate or cycle various different seeds into your diet according to what's going on in your body on a hormonal level. So it's super simple. You just have to know where you are in your cycle, as I mentioned previously. I find that 
When it comes to incorporating a new health habit or something of that nature, the simpler it is, the better. And so for me, in my first half of my cycle, if I'm either in my menstrual or my follicular, I'll have a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds every single day. These pumpkin seeds are proven to support estrogen production, which is the hormone that increases during the first half of your cycle. After I've known that I have ovulated and I can confirm that through various different ways, either my basal body temperature, my cervical mucus, or my position of my cervix, I will then switch to eating a tablespoon of sunflower seeds. This will help support progesterone production, and it also supports the liver in detoxing the excess estrogen. So depending on the day or the phase that I'm in, I will just have a tablespoon of either pumpkin or sunflower seeds. And this small intentional choice of what I'm consuming just really makes me feel balanced and nourished and knowing that I'm supporting my health and my wellness. So this is a really easy thing that you can start to do as long as you know what phase you're in, which is crucial for all of cycle syncing, you are good to go. Another category of this whole cycle syncing method is coming into play with food choices. So this can be a little overwhelming or daunting when you're getting into the whole cycle syncing rabbit hole online because there is lots of information out there about what food to eat at what time. And something I like to do to simplify it is to think about the actual season. So we've got the winter, spring, summer, fall. Approaching your diet in a seasonal way during your menstrual cycle is an easy way to help make those decisions. So for example, the menstrual phase, this is your inner winter phase. So I'll be eating things like soup and kitchery to really nourish and ground me during this couple of days of my cycle. When I'm transitioning into my follicular phase next, after menstruating, I will incorporate salads into my diet as well as fermented foods. So sauerkraut, kimchi, things like this, it really helps to strengthen the gut during this time and to really honor that inner spring that's happening in your body. As the spring slowly progresses into summer, that's when we get into ovulation. So I'll keep eating salads, as well as incorporating some quinoa into my diet, more raw veggies, really focusing on fiber, leafy greens, and really that essence of cooling. So smoothies, things like this. If I think about what summer feels like, I mean, I live in Bali, so it's kind of like summer all the time. But if I really think about that essence of summer, I want my foods to be cooling Just like in winter, we want our foods to be warming and nourishing. We kind of want to play to that in terms of what season we're in on a hormonal level. So that's what I think about in ovulation. It's cooling, raw fiber, veggie vibe, and it helps to really cool down that inner heat that we have during ovulation. When I'm transitioning then into my luteal phase for the fourth and final phase of my cycle, that's when I'm in my inner autumn or my fall. So it's great at this time to really enjoy roasted or baked root vegetables because this offers lots of grounding. The nutrients here are very dense and it prepares the body for that next menstruation. Taking all of this into consideration, the food choices that I have to make every single day I love to play to the season that I'm in. 
And I love to incorporate the various different vitamins and nutrients that my body is requiring through the meals that I am eating on a day-to-day basis. Another aspect of cycle syncing is controlling my caffeine intake. At first, when I was doing some research in caffeine and learning about when to limit my intake, I felt a bit resistant to implementing this information because I'm such a big matcha lover. For so long, I would have a matcha in the morning during my morning routine. It was such a ritual for me, and I would basically just have one every single day. And so I felt super resistant to limiting my caffeine intake during my luteal and my menstrual phase. But I have now incorporated having no caffeine, and I can honestly say that I feel better. And I'm really empowered knowing that I don't rely on caffeine to get through my day. And so I'm really excited to create this new relationship with caffeine and matcha and just having it during the seasons where it is supportive. So my follicular and my ovulation phase, that inner spring and that summer within me, that it's going to be more supportive to intake caffeine during that time. The last method of cycle syncing that I'll share in today's episode regards fasting. And I know that intermittent fasting and longer fasts as a woman can be a very charged topic. I think that there's a lot of layers to this, but I came across this book called Fast Like a Girl by Dr. Mindy Pels, which is a phenomenal resource for any woman out there that wants to learn more about how to safely fast with her hormonal cycle because it can actually be such an amazing tool that really benefits your hormones if you know exactly when to fast. And so this book, Fast Like a Girl, really outlines exactly this. I've been really interested to learn more about fasting for a long time, and I've done some longer fast in the past, and I've experimented a little bit with some intermittent fasting, but it wasn't really backed by solid research, I'll say, and so I'm really loving right now how my approach to fasting is rooted in actual knowledge from a wonderful book and doctor that I really admire and respect because, to be honest, all of the information out there about fasting and intermittent fasting and all of the research that's done, it's all based on men and their results and their hormonal changes in their body. And I've been following this fasting protocol to regulate my hormones. And I've been really loving the benefits that I've been seeing in this current cycle. So to break it down in pretty simple terms right now, when hormones go low, that's when your fasting is able to go high. Depending on what phase you're in, Dr. Mindy Pels breaks down in her book exactly the length of time that is recommended for that fasting of that phase. So something that I thought would be opposite is that When you're actually menstruating, you're able to do longer fasts. So you can do anywhere from 13 hours to 72 hours during your menstrual phase. And this is because this is when your hormones are at their lowest. When you're ovulating, however, this is when you're not really supposed to fast as much because your hormones are now at their peak. So it's recommended to only do 13 to 15 hour fasts during your ovulation phase. 
After you ovulate, however, there's a little period of time where your hormones are dropping before the progesterone starts to rise. And so this is a little sneaky time where you can fast either, again, for anywhere from 13 to 72 hours on, let's say, days 16 to 19 of either like a 28 to 30-day cycle. So after I confirm my ovulation, I'll throw in a little 24-hour gut reset fast and know that I'm on par with her 30-day fasting reset protocol. When I'm in my luteal phase, that's when the fasting stops or significantly slows down. It's recommended to fast for a maximum of 13 hours during the luteal phase. This is when your progesterone is at its peak. During this time, it is not recommended to do any type of longer-term fasting because your body is preparing for its next menstrual cycle. So if you're interested to learn more about this, learning more about fasting, learning more about hormones, I highly recommend that you check out Fast Like a Girl and go follow Dr. Mindy Pels. I'll have the link to that book in the description if you want to check it out. And I'm just so grateful for her research and her dedication to this topic because it's such a male-dominated topic. Pretty much all of the research and information out there on intermittent fasting is tested and researched on men who have an entirely different hormonal cycle than us as women. And so it's so nice to know that research is being done on the female hormonal cycle and how to optimize that with fasting because I honestly really love fasting. It helps me to find myself feeling more focused. I like to work out fasted. It just makes me feel more connected to my body. So I found a lot of benefit through all of this research. So yeah, that about wraps up all of the information that I have to share with you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really love this information and this research on cycle syncing. Like I said in the beginning, I mean, this has just truly changed my life and helped me create a new empowered relationship with my femininity, my body, and I just want every woman to feel this connected to her essence. It's really so magical to be a woman and to menstruate and to have the ability to create life, not even physically, but just emotionally and creatively. We have such a gift to create and to follow that intuition that lies within. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed and I will speak to you in the next episode.